settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to the Whistleblowers podcast. It is our weekly podcast on all things sport where we chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports too. And each week, we feature a local sports person or administrator as we like to dig a little deeper into what they've been up to or what's happening in the sport locally. And uh, I do so with this man, Mr. Brendan Bowers from FC Sports Media. G'day, Brendan. G'day, Blandy. How are you, mate? Very good. This week, and it's coming up soon, we'll be chatting with the Harvey Bay Hockey President, Phil Taylor, about the season, how it's been going, and uh, what it's like to have the Premier League back operating. How good is it to have all three associations working together? Yeah, I think it's a good move, but we'll get on to that uh, shortly uh, as we head overseas, but uh, a local flavour, I guess, Sam Kerr, our very own, uh, scored the only goal for Chelsea as they claimed the FA Cup uh, in the women's on the weekend. How good is she going? Look, seriously, she's had a crazy week taking part in the King's Coronation, named the Football Writers Association Player of the Year for the second year running, Manchester City uh, Erling Howling took the man's gong but uh, you know Sam is just going from strength to strength and it all looks good for our World Cup campaign coming up very soon yeah but we don't want her to uh, to get hurt in any way we'd be in a heap of strife wouldn't we no there's a couple of players that got injured over in the English Premier League some of our girls so hopefully they're not too badly off and mm-hmm. uh, they're all set and ready to fire yeah and Chelsea what one point behind uh, Man U in the uh, the women's comp there and they'll be looking to claim the, the double of course with three matches left to play so yeah, I'm we wish my, them all the best I'm putting my money on Chelsea to come over the top. Okay. Who do you uh, follow in the Premier League of the Men's? Tottenham. Oh, no. Oh, my son wouldn't like you. He's a mad <laughs> Chelsea supporter. I know. So. We've had that discussion. Ah, so you're a Spurs man. Uh, they, they're always up near the top, but not quite there. Yeah. It's a strange. Why would you follow? I'm uh, not saying why would you, but why do you? I'm going to show my age here, Blandy, back many, many, many years ago when Gary Lineker and that was fire, I was playing for them and they had the FA Cups on and that was probably the only uh, football we actually saw except for the match of the day and get up early in the morning to watch it and I was in my teens and I thought, okay, I'll go for these guys. The old old other English uh, London club, I should say. One of, how many are there? Three. Well, this is, you've got Chelsea, you've got Arsenal, you've got West Ham and Tottenham, yeah. Okay, all right, we'll move off uh, footy and on to golf. Jason Day, how good is that? I was only saying um, a week or two ago, where's Jason Day? What's he been doing? Where is he? Oh, look, you know, it is a great story. Not only that he's had his first win after um, uh, after five years, but uh, his mother passed away with mm. cancer about a year ago, and to win it on Mother's Day it was a special, yeah. special win for him. I would imagine that is the case. He was very close with his mum. So, um, yeah, a great effort too. And where has he been? Oh, he's been uh, managing some back injuries. He's had some back issues over the last few years. He started to find form recently. Mm. And in this one, he was uh, he was ahead of Scotty Scheffler, you know, who was pushing him all the way. But uh, he saved his best for last with a stunning chip approach on the final hole to set him up for a birdie. And a final 23 under par. 23 under par. 23. Stop <laughs> I can it. only dream that about that. Is our, I, look, most people on this planet would. Uh, 23 under par. Either that course was playing pretty well, or we know he's a champion. They all are pros, but that is a massive but, score. Uh, yeah, it is. But for some, 13 is unlucky. But for him, it's his 13th PGA Tour win. So well done, Jason. Uh, good on you, mate. Yeah. Uh, closer to home, mate. AFL. <laughs> Do we have to go there? <laughs> 
Yeah, it started Friday night with uh, Richmond. Many have uh, well, had written them off, including myself, but they won the Battle of the Cats there against Geelong. Yeah, you'd think Richmond was sort of on the downward, mm. downward spiral after their premierships from a few years ago, but credit to them, they uh, stuck it to the Cats and uh, g- grabbed the win. Yeah, uh, now also it was the Gold Coast Suns finding a bit of form and they've, they've got a couple of big scalps. They were up against West Coast. I wouldn't say that it was a big scalp, but they certainly did what they have to do had to do with a big win. Yeah, they did. And uh, travelling all that way over there, and sometimes you can drop to the level of your position, but the Sun certainly didn't with an easy win. Frio were too good for the Swans. Mm, they're struggling the Swannies. <laughs> they are, but I think they'll still be there at the end. Do you? Oh, okay. Port Adelaide over the Kangaroos. The Demons were too good for the Hawks. The Lions grounded the Bombers. And of course... The Bulldogs were too good for Carlton. But yeah. let's talk about Sunday's matches. Oh, no, let's not. Uh, Adelaide defeated the Saints, yeah, whatever. And uh, Collingwood <laughs> too strong for the Giants. It was disappointing, Brandon. You know, we've been built up St Kilda, um, this, that, and everything else. And it was a big test. And they really failed miserably. It was an awful game. And they weren't even competitive at times. And I think that was the most disappointing thing. A fan of any club just wants your team to compete hard. You know, and you're seeing this across... All the professional sports at the moment, uh, teams will be in good form and then all of a sudden they'll just throw in an absolute shocker mm. and they could be at the top of the table or the bottom of the table and you just think, where did this come from? Yeah, I guess it's just near only human. I suppose you can have, everyone has off days, but uh, you wouldn't want to have any more than that one, I tell you, or <laughs> else Saints fans will be revolting. Uh, this week, Port plays Melbourne, the Swans and Kangas meet while the Bulldogs face off against the Crows, Geelong. And Frio and uh, Essendon, Richmond, that'll be a good game with Richmond coming back. The Hawks play the Eagles. Carlton and Collingwood, traditional rivals here, mate. So that's going to be an absolute beauty. And if Carlton can win that, they're back on track. There's a lot being asked of them at the moment too, What where they're at. Yes, it is. And uh, look, there's nothing like a local derby or local derby, depends yep. which, which part of the world you come from. And Carlton and Collingwood, or Essendon and Richmond, they are two to really look forward to, and I think they'll have, have some massive crowds there. Mm. But, of course, the one you're focused on, the well, Giants. Well, the Saints St. meet the Giants, and, and if we don't win that one, well, we can just about uh, <laughs> bury them. Uh, netball too, mate. Round nine of the Suncorp Super Netball Comp. Uh, saw wins to the Thunderbirds over the Firebirds. What were the other results? The Swifts defeated the Fever. The Vixens won by a point over the Lightning, and the Giants plucked the Magpies Feathers. Oh, look at you, hey. Look at hey, how good is go, that? Eh? Uh, the Giants play the Lightning this week. The Vixens and Thunderbirds meet while the Swiss and Maggies face off and the Fever and Firebirds play the last match. Rugby League, uh, look, we'll, we'll get to your team in a minute, but of course it was the Storm uh, who kept the Broncos hoodoo in Melbourne alive. Uh, they do it constantly. They do. I don't know what it is, and uh, you know, sometimes I think mentally it just gets to some teams into their heads that mm. uh, they're going there. They haven't won there for so long that they, you know, they probably ride it off yeah. in some level. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors, no great surprise. They'd found a bit of form, the Bullies, but the Warriors too good there. Uh, the Panthers, gee, the Roosters, uh, they're awful. They are. They yeah. are. Look, they have got probably the best roster of anyone in the whole competition. But they're just not gelling, and uh, Trent Robinson's got a big job on his hands to get them back together. They do. The uh, the Rabbits uh, kept the West Tigers to an absolute inside of a donut. Nothing. But at half time it was only 6-0, so, mm. you know, they didn't do it as easy as it looks. On right, paper. okay, yeah. I guess you've got to get on the board to win games, though, and they couldn't do that. The Raiders defeated the Eels. I don't know where the Eels are at. Uh, again, 
they were a grand finalist last year and in their form they, they lost a few players and I think it's hurt them more than they realised. Yeah, big test for the Knights too. Your your boys on the weekend, they were up against the Titans who had a couple of back-to-back wins and, and were looking at gaining momentum, but uh, they were too good. They were. Look, it was 12-6 with a minute to go before half time, and Kalen Ponga, who was still feeling his way back after his concussion and that, put a grubber kick through, which uh, leveled up the scores at half time. And then I don't know if that was enough for his confidence to be boosted, but uh, he certainly performed up to his highest level in the second half to secure our win. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, mate, by the way. Thank you. Uh, and Bradman this, Best. Uh, Bradman Best was the only one that went over to Bali. Only one player. All oh, those media just, reports. It was just the one. One player. We talked about that last week. They had the week off, of course, Magic Round, um, which I still don't think they should have. Everyone should be involved somehow. Uh, but, um, yeah, and only the one player went. How did he, how was he allowed to go? I don't know, but all he went over there and spent all his time getting a wonderful sleeve tattoo. Is that right? It mm. wasn't uh, bintang and, uh, and massages? Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the Sharks were the last winners of the round over the Seagulls. Uh, I don't know where the Eagles are at either, and the Sharkies have put in some shockers too. So, as you say, every team... From any code, can have a bad day. They do. Okay. Uh, This week, the Broncos and Panthers kick things off. That would surely be one of the matches of the round, wouldn't it? It would. It should be a thrilling contest on Thursday night before the Roosters and Dragons. Who would think that would be a match with uh, a lot of anticipation now that Anthony Griffin's officially gone today? Yep, yep, yep. So they've got a caretaker coach, and you know what they say about caretaker coaches? Uh, they can clock up a win. <laughs> they can quite easily. <laughs> yeah. Rabbitohs and Eels play on Friday. Then on Saturday, the Sharks take on my Knights. The Tigers play the Cowboys before the Dolphins return after their bye to play the Storm. Let's see what Cameron Munster and Wayne Bennett have to say to each other during that game. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Interesting. And, of course, uh, we've got State of Origin not too far away. You're looking forward to that. And then the final games of the round, Bulldogs and Titans and the Raiders and Seagulls close it out. All right, Brendan, let's move to uh, local sport. Now, special guest this week is uh, is Phil Taylor. Now, Phil is the uh, Harvey Bay Hockey president, and uh, we're going to have a chat about what it's like uh, having the Premier League back operating, mate. Uh, Phil, hi. How are we? Well, we're well. What about you? Oh, uh, yeah, going really well. Mate, I, think, I see um, you lost a bit of hair on the weekend coaching that team. <laughs> I did, I did. Um, I thought we um, could, have, could have got all three points and um, that would have put us almost into the um, Premier League finals, but um, we had to be settled for a draw. Okay, Phil, now for those who don't know your team, tell us about them. Uh, yeah, I coach uh, not playing this year um, after having some knee surgery, but uh, just coaching brothers. A-grade man. Oh, okay. So you've got to tell that Neil Bradshaw what to do, eh, in goals? Yeah, that's right, yeah. He just just came back from New Zealand. Um, mm. He's been our keeper for a long time, so, yeah, he's been going well. Good. Australian representative, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. Yeah. Is it over 50s or over 60s? I can't uh, it'll be over 50s because uh, he's not as old as me. I, I know that. <laughs> uh, dearie me. Mate, uh, what is it like to have the Premier League back operating? A smart move, I think, uh, you know, to, to be doing what you're doing now yeah we haven't um done it for probably a good seven or eight years but um by talking to all the all the players and all the teams everyone seems pretty happy with it um just getting to be, play different players and and um at different venues is um yeah something a little bit different 
Yeah, for those who don't know, Harvey Bay, Meribah and Bundaberg uh, have combined for a, a competition, so there is more teams there. I know it involves a bit of travelling, but, uh, you know, I think for the, the good of the game and, as you say, for the competition to have more teams, that can only be healthy. Yeah, no, I think um, having to battle for a final spot um, is always a good thing. Where, like, um, when we just play the Fraser Coast, um, it is not as important throughout the year because um, most of the teams make the final. So mm. um, with this one having eight, eight teams in both the men and women um, puts a bit more um, emphasis on the, on the round games. So, Phil, have the finalists been set? Uh, yes, so there's, um, the last round game was on the weekend. Um, this being the first year, we didn't know how it was going to go, so we just decided to do a one-round um, and then we're going to have the um, semi-finals in two weeks, and I think the f- um, finals are in a month. Yeah. Okay. Is is local hockey healthy? Because I know I moved to the region. It was a long, long time ago, mate. Back in the mid nineties, I think. It, and there were hockey teams everywhere. And I know, and it's been the nature of many sports that you know the take up of kids doing it uh, has been a bit slack due to, to whatever um, technology, whatever. There's more things for kids to do. How is hockey looking? Oh look, I think definitely the the numbers have dropped um, since I've I've been involved in Harvey Bay. Um, however, we're still making both Maribor Harvey Bay um, and Bundaberg are all, all still having representative Queensland players. So I think the quality is still there, but um, the depth probably isn't there what it has been, and um, we just got to try to rebuild it. Well, Phil, touching on our representative players, and we have a lot. How can an area such as the Wide Bay produce so many? Ah, uh, yeah, good question. I know, I know Maribor has obviously been um, very traditionally hockey orientated, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I think we've got some good people involved with um, in, in all areas um, with helping coaching both the both the boys and girls um, and the the kids that put the dedication in. I think they they're getting um, good results from it. So. I think all kids, the opportunities there to um, represent your state and even go on and, and represent Australia like Hannah has um, in the last couple of years. Yeah, look, you, you've got Hannah who's now playing uh, at the top level and you've got others that are right there ready to break through. Mm. And you've also yeah, got yeah, plenty but... of youngsters, including your son, that are making Queensland teams and pushing the door for further honours. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we've got Hannah, obviously, in the Aussies team and, and a few girls just under her in the Jillaroos team and, and things like that. So um, the girls have had a really good, um, probably last 10 years, a really good group of girls came through there. But, um, yeah, the boys are, are going quite well with the Arlen Chapel and, and Ryan Wilcox um, still making teams. And then, obviously, the younger boys. Um, we've got a few from Harvey Bay and Maribyrnong, um, both just represent. Queensland and the under-15s in Darwin. Phil, how many uh, how many weeks are left in the Premier League season? Uh, so all the round games are done. So um, okay. there's no games there's no games this weekend um, because the under-19 schoolboys are away this weekend. So all the, all the fi- uh, semi-finals are all in. All the men are in Harvey Bay um, in two weeks' time, and all the women are in Bundaberg in two weeks' time. Okay, and uh, what happens after that? It's just the uh, the local teams playing again? Yeah, yeah. then yeah. we'll go back to a Fraser Coast comp then, yeah, right. just between Harvey Bay and Maribor. 
Okay. And and, and there is um, we we just as I said we just want to do that the first year and um, have sit down after the first year and then maybe um, make it a bit of a longer season in yeah. the coming years. Sure, absolutely. Baby steps first. Yes, indeed. Yeah, hey, yeah. Phil, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Uh, all the best for the remainder of the year. And we thank you for joining the Whistleblowers podcast this week. Thanks, Phil. Not a problem. Thanks very much. Phil Taylor there, president of the Harvey Bay Hockey Association. As we move on, some interesting results in the local uh, FQPL uh, with the Waves defeating the KSS Jets. We spoke to Vicky a couple of weeks. I hope we haven't put the mockers on it. I hope so too. Look, they've mm. been in great form and uh, they had a tough match against the Waves on the weekend. Unfortunately, they went down and Dune Villa also went down with UPE getting the win in the women's there as well. While in the men's, UPE were too good for Dune Villa. The Waves again roll over the Jets. Bingara defeated the Flames and Sunbury had a big win over the Corinthians. Yeah, this week the Flames play Dune Villa. Uh, interesting game. The KSS Jets meet Corinthians. They need a win, don't they? They do. They do. And I think that this will be their win. Okay, UPE and Sunbury will meet and across the ways play Bingra uh, in the men too, the uh, the local derby there or derby. Uh, that'll be a good game as well. While in the women's, it's a similar draw with Tanana playing UPE. Yep, some great fixtures there for you to all go and check out. AFL, mate, the inaugural North versus South AFL Wide Bay representative fixtures in men's and women's were held in Harvey Bay. Two great games and uh, against the Civil War history, the South were victorious in both. Okay, so we are the South, just to, to get... We are the South. Right. Uh, north is Bundaberg, South is Maribara and Harvey Bay. Mm-hmm. The girls came out and did it easily, although Scout's strong from Bundaberg, ATW, she won the player of the game. Mm-hmm. And in the men, again, we were victorious, and uh, Lockie Woodhams from uh, the Bombers won the player of the match for the men's. Good on you, mate. Uh, interesting that we have that competition, and it's it's healthy, I think, for the game as well, isn't it? It is, and it also mm. allows them another chance to get some represent a taste of representative footy as they make their way towards the South Queensland team. Yeah, absolutely. Now this week, all the action is in Bundy with the uh, the Bullies hosting the Bombers and the Waves, and power meeting in both the men and the women too. I don't think the Bombers know what the highway looks like at the moment. They've had all their games down here, yes, so it'll well. be interesting to see if they can travel up the road. Oh, I'm pretty confident they'll be okay. Yeah, me too. Uh, Rugby League Wallaroos continued their winning ways on Saturday, defeating the Eastern Suburbs Magpies 42-30 at Estelle Park. That was a reasonable game. It was. Uh, East one of the Premiership favourites, so the Wallaroos did really well in front of a small crowd. They ran in nine tries to put the rest of the competition on notice. Yeah. Now, the matches of the Waves, Tigers defeated West and Brothers recorded a 20 to nil victory over the Harvey Bay Seagulls after Seagulls had to forfeit the game. Yes, no good, is it? Uh, what, what can we do? No, well, it's a setback for the club, but uh, the Bundaberg Rugby League officials are meeting with them this week to chart a way forward for them for the season. I mean, here we are in a rugby league state, uh, you would think the heartland, and, and we can't even get a team. Yeah, look, yeah. It's a sad state of affairs, but I'm sure that the great minds will get together and Rugby League will bounce back. World Premiers last year it just shows what happens when players yeah. leave a club, the vacuum it creates. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Wallaroos host past our brothers in Meribah this week, while Lees play Waves in Bundy too, and the Harvey Bay Seagulls, well, they're scheduled to play West in Bundaberg, but who well, knows? Fingers crossed. Let's hope they get a game. Okay, uh, look, this weekend we have plenty of options, including league, football, AFL, Speedway, of course, hockey. There are only two women's games in the Premier League with the Magpies, Uni Roos and Gravel Rovers and Bolts meeting up. 
Yeah, uh, as as we spoke to Phil earlier, the men's, they've got a week off because of the state uh, uh, junior representative fixtures. Mm-hmm. So there's two women's games for people to check out. Okay, and now in Speedway, uh, there's what, V8 Dirt Modified, junior sedans along with production modifieds, mod lights, stock rods, and Formula 500 hitting the circus. That's a big card. It is. list goes on and on, and it is in the junior sedans and the new stars and the top stars, it's their finals, so winners will be crowned. Okay, now uh, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to the Whistleblowers podcast. We appreciate it, don't we, Brendan? We certainly do. The more listeners it is, the greater it is for everyone. Absolutely. Well, especially for us or else we're sitting here talking to (laughs) ourselves. Um, And we'd like to thank Phil Taylor too. And next week we'll chat again with another guest on all things sport. Uh, Now each week you do a shout out. Who you got this week? Yeah, this is a special shout out. Uh, We all work in the media and uh, there's there's people that say we have a love-hate relationship. There's one young fellow that's only been here a little while, Channel 7 reporter Trent. Trent is moving on to news and to producing, and um, I will miss him in the sports I'm sure sports you arena. will. Yeah, no, I've met Trent uh, once, and he is, um, uh, yeah, he's, go- he's going places, that's for sure. Yeah, he's a great young journalist, and we wish him all the well, and uh, wish him well, and uh, well, guess it, I've got sport back to myself. Yeah, I guess you do. He's still in the region, though, and if you're listening in, good on you, mate. Good move. Uh, look, don't forget to keep updated with all your local sporting news, FC Sports Media, only $10 per month or $100 per year. Cheapest chips. Uh, all the W's, fcsportsmedia.com.au. That it is. It's our sport and our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.